Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Anyway, uh, it's time for how to when we address the sorts of decisions we don't take every day. Today it's how to make a podcast. Patrick Hawhey is MD of Audio Brand and founder of the Today FM School of Radio and Podcasting. Afternoon, Patrick. Afternoon, Sean. Right. So when people like rock up to you and say, I want to make a podcast, do they have a clue what they're talking about half the time? Yeah, very good question. And like, it is the thing that I would always be watching out for is that why does somebody want to make a podcast? So, you know, uh, often people come, okay, I want to know how to make a podcast. And my first question is generally, okay, we've got to roll back and go, okay, think about why do you want to make a podcast? Mm. Have you got something interesting to say? Or are you just doing it because your friends are doing it? Or it's really kind of hot, hot right now? Or... I'm going to make tons of money like Joe Rogan, none of which I would say are probably the best reasons to start a podcast. So why do you want to do it? What are your goals? And that just kind of involves, well, like, you know, have you got something really interesting to say to people? Have you got opinions that are just different? Or are you an expert in something? Could you give great information to people that will make them smarter and live their lives better? Or do you have a group of friends who you sit around and you have a great time with? And if people listen, they find it funny. Or finally, do you just love great stories? Do you want to do you have you come across a story that you would just want to tell like, you know, West Cork or uh, like some of Frank Greeny's podcasts uh, behind the crime, inside the crime. And it's like that's what you're looking for there. So often they don't necessarily know how to, but I think it's really important to know why to. That's the mm. very first step. Yeah, it's it's. It's probably useful if you have something you're massively interested in, especially yeah. if it's quite nichey and you want to make a podcast for those kinds of people. If you were to make a Harry Potter radio show on News Talk, you would get a certain amount of listeners. But remember, yes. podcast is global. So yeah. what can be niche on a podcast can actually be mass appeal because it's a global audience. And, you know, so niche is actually a nice way to go about something as well. If you have a specific interest or expertise. Right. OK. And then then, OK, so you, you've decided so somebody and, and they have a viable idea they are walking, let's say, just for the sake of argument. Uh, um, uh, the next point is, is it because uh, you could be a person who um, says, I, I have these great ideas to make yeah. these series of podcasts about walking, but they don't like that. And so and you. So is that a point at which you have to say, maybe somebody else should be the voice of this uh, or, or you can do. But at the same time, the, 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 the most important thing to think about when you're making a podcast is to make it unique. Okay, Mm. because there's, you know, there's between there's something there's I think it's around six million at the moment other podcasts out there. Yeah. So if you're going to go out and make something that sounds like and everyone else and does what everyone else is trying to do, you may as well just stay at home because it's not going to work. You need to be unique. So sometimes like a voice that sounds like that is actually like, you know, an appealing thing and a point of difference. (laughs) Yes. Um, but it does come back to that. So if somebody approaches me and they're like, OK, this is what we want to do. So um, whether I'm running training programs or whether I'm working with, uh, you know, a corporation or a, or a, a company, um, it's basically you follow three very clear steps. They're they're simple, but not easy, like mm-hmm. Warren Buffett said. First step is that, that little bit about knowing why. What are your goals? What have you got of that's going to give somebody some value for their time? You're expecting somebody to listen to you for 30 minutes. So what are you going to give them in return? I'm going to listen to the Sean Moncrief show for two hours and I'm going to get great guests, quirky material, you know, a sideways look at some stuff and you interacting with your audience. That's clear. If you want to make a podcast, you need to be just as clear about what you're going to give people. OK, then you've got to think about your format. There's a few different, you know, there's a few different ways you can, a few different shows you can make. Do you want to interview people one to one? Do you want to 
have a group of friends sitting around a table chatting and we're going to eavesdrop and have a laugh? Or do you want to go out and make a documentary? Do you want to tell an amazing story over a course of a number of episodes? Mm. Okay. And I think it's really important that when that you give time to think about that, but pick the one that is going to that suits you. There's no point in, you know, doing an interview show because you want to be like Joe Rogan and make his money. Yeah. When actually what you should be doing is taking a, a taking a recorder and going out and discovering stories and telling a story through lots of different angles and making a documentary. Do you know what I mean? Um but all of this stuff is very important. Thing yeah, about. but it's, but say on, on it, particularly if you're interviewing people that you don't know, and or if you're telling some story, there's a large degree of journalism in that, yeah. and you know there's things you kind of have to know. One is to how to string a story, how to tell a story, but one things about laws of defamation that that yes. perhaps mightn't occur to people. But is not the beauty of the pre-record. <laughs> <laughs> so. All of the stuff you record is not going out live. And yeah. I have a background in live radio. I produced Matt Cooper's show for about 12 years. And I know very well the the the, the feeling of being live on air mm. and knowing that something might come out and that might not be uh, kosher from a legal perspective. So the beauty of podcasting is it is pre-recorded. OK, um, yes, those conversations have to be really good. And do you know what? But if you're if like if you're. You've done your first podcast and you can't wait to upload it. Yeah. You know, is there somebody you can say, listen to this to make sure I haven't libeled half the people that I've referred to here? God, you know, I think a lot of the time, and I do not want uh, I, this isn't like, you know, uh, to be written down in stone. But sometimes defamation libel is just pure common sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm, it's yeah, like, yeah. OK, that doesn't that kind of really isn't doesn't sound cool. So, yes, you can run past lawyers or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, common sense is like, because there you go. Well, some people think common sense is, but everybody knows that's yeah, true. Exactly. You know? So if you're the type of person who will go, who's going to go around defaming everyone willy nilly, maybe you shouldn't be making a podcast in the first place. But if you are, it's probably not going to last too long. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or no, I suppose. But the question is, like, if I was brought into a court of law, could I actually prove that? And everybody knows that isn't a proof. So, you know, maybe ask yourself that question. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. You are better off if when you're making a podcast, don't play it. Like, I don't think you should be so safe. Do you know what I mean? All the Mm, time. But like, there is that line between free speech and hate speech and all that kind of stuff. And yes, you, you run it past your peer group. You run it past a lawyer if you're really unsure. Do you know what I mean? But you do, ha- there's no excuse for putting something out that's liable because it's pre-recorded. You have mm. to go through a lot of steps before anyone hears it. Yeah. So yeah. come on. <laughs> yes, you should get super sued. Uh, exactly. Yes, should exactly. be a thing called super suing people. Uh, all right. So assuming all, all those things are a given, uh, I suppose it, one needs to ascertain whether, because you might have an interest in a particular subject. Does it have legs? Is this going to yeah. be 100 episodes, 10 episodes? Yeah. Yeah. So... And I think that that's what put some people off actually starting a podcast because they think, OK, I'm going to start this thing and I have to put out one every week for the rest of my life. Do you know yes. what I mean? It's like, that's a pretty daunting <laughs> prospect. But no, and I'd often say this to the, the, the companies I'd work with is like, no, see it as a series by series because that's a nice, nice, safe option. Set out to make six episodes. If it works, if you like it and if people listen, you can decide to make series two mm-hmm. and just pick another six topics or six subtopics. If you decide to stop after six episodes, it doesn't look like you've what we call pod faded because you just couldn't do the work. It's just that you set out to make a series and it stands in its own right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's a nice, safe, digestible way to go about it. Okay. Because in fact, a lot of the pod fading is a really important thing to say, actually, because yes, there's about six or seven million podcasts out there, but about 40% of those only have one or two episodes. 
That's a really, really important fact because... Like the Harry, thing, and Ma- uh, Harry and Meghan, for go. instance. Yes. There you go. They didn't want to do the work, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you do want to do the work and you have a plan, that's why it's really important to be planned and have a strategy and also to be patient. Mm. Give this thing six months, give it a year and have a plan. Don't just go, God, after three weeks, nobody's listening and I haven't made any money, so I'm going home. You know, yeah. don't do that. Is there, I mean, is there a way of rating that success in, in, in the sense that... you? You're not going to be Joe Rogan rich yeah, or anything, you know. So, so, and and your success might be quite a modest thing. Yeah, and it and it depends what success is for you. Mm. So, you know, it, different people start podcasts for different reasons. So, some people set out to make money, um, and they create a popular show that's going to make money. And success for them is after a year, have I made any money? Okay, yeah, nice and clear. And there's different and in, increasing, increasingly new and interesting ways to make money through a podcast. But a lot of the people we would work with at Audio Brand, they're not out to make money. They're actually out to try and connect on a deeper level with their customers or their clients. Or increasingly, they're making podcasts, these big companies with 2000 people in them are making podcasts to actually connect more deeply with their staff, with their workforce, to tell stories about the organization. Um, nobody's opening internet, the internet emails anymore or nobody's, you know, opening the company newsletter. So let's actually make a podcast that sounds that's okay. an interesting listen. Right. Give it to them on Spotify. And the, uh, making money on podcasts, yep. I mean, the, the, there's the kind of Patreon model where people yes. just pay to listen to you, but are there other ways to make money on it? Yeah, well, in this very building, you've got Goal Out, which is the podcast network, and Acast would work a similar way where they will you become part of their network. And so uh, the Mario Rosenstock podcast is one of the podcasts I produce. We're with Goal Out. And basically, you partner up, and um, the, the sales team, within Go Loud will sell ad spots and sponsorships and live reads around your podcast. So sometimes Mario right. will say, yeah, you know, to, to have this broadband package, it's a great deal. And you share the revenue. So that's a really, really popular way, but also direct sponsorships as well. Mm. So some people will just have a good relationship with Tesco and they'll go, listen, do you want to sponsor this series of my thing? And then they'll just, they'll make money that way as well. But that way and Patreon are, are two of the more common ways. And of course you have live shows. Mm, if you yes, want to take yeah. it to stage, that's, it has been a phenomenon, to be honest well, with you. Well, that kind of, that was my sense in a sense, you know, like yeah. the kind of blind boy had this massive, still has a massive podcast, but really only made money from the live show. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. That's it. But but, you know, it can also be people like Blind Boy already have a very strong personal brand. So Mm -hmm. sometimes if you kind of have a bit of a brand or have a company or whatever it might be, the podcast is there to sort of enhance that brand and you will make money in indirect ways as opposed to directly through the podcast or or both. Do you know what I mean? So it's about taking a, a creative approach. But but back to your original question. Success is what you did. You meet what you set out to do, and that's not always making money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now to 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 record. Now there are studios in town where people, yep. uh, professional studios, where people can uh, report a pod, uh, record a podcast. Um, yes, and being able to speak is an important prerequisite <laughs> for all of this. Uh, the, the, but could you like record one on your phone? Yeah, hundred percent. So. Yeah. And people do. So you're, everyone kind of has a recording device in their pocket. Um, if you have a smartphone, you have one. Um, you can buy these great little connections. Sure, make them in a few different other companies where you just stick a, 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 like a, a small little microphone into the lightning port of your iPhone. Mm-hmm. And now you've made it into like a really good microphone. And you could go out, you can make a documentary with that. You could do short interviews with people or whatever. The reason I say short is because you have to hold it or, you know, whatever. Like it's if you're holding it, your arm will get tired if you're doing the, the yes. long form Joe Rogan for yeah, five yeah. hours. Um, so if you want to make, 
If you want to be out in the, doing field recording and documentaries or doing short interviews, your phone or Zoom have a great set of digital recorders. They're like little fancy dictaphones for all the world. But if you really want to get stuck into two hour, you know, let's sit around a table and have proper chats for a long time. You're talking a bit more like what we call XLR microphones, which is what we're speaking on right now. Mm. Um, bit more expensive. They can be a lot more expensive. But the thing is, uh, equipment has become incredibly affordable in the last few years. And this has been part of the, what, what has fascinated me about podcasting is it's really democratized audio. If you had something to say, if you wanted to reach an audience through audio content a few years ago only, you would have to be sitting here in your studio mm. or, or mm. own a radio station or have a radio show or whatever. Now you can, with by spending a few hundred quid uh, on equipment and an internet connection, you can make it from your bedroom or your kitchen table. And that's been fascinating. So it doesn't cost good equipment, doesn't cost that much, actually. Um, it's But you have to use it correctly. You have to have a good mic technique. You have to understand the equipment. Do you yes, know? And that yes. just takes practice. Yeah. But the, the, the funny thing is the technology is the bit that often people go, oh, God, podcasting, it's all about the tech. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's not. It's about the first bit, which is coming up with a good idea. There's no point in spending money on equipment unless you have something interesting to say into that equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and you're actually, because it's essentially you need a laptop and, and a reasonably good microphone. Yeah, that's it. That you, like, like, well, I think all the presenters have them. We still have kits yeah. at home since the time of COVID. Yeah. And the microphone was like, I was kind of, when I, I actually looked it up on Amazon, 160 quid on Amazon. It was slightly that's insulted. That's a good mic. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, uh, there were such cheapskates about the whole thing. Well, you really. could spend half of that. You <laughs> could spend half of that and less and still have a really good mic as long yeah. as you use it correctly. And, and well, also uh, editing. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that's that takes a bit of learning to do, I would have it, thought. It does. But you know what's interesting? So, you, you know, again, there's a great program called Audacity, which is a free open source editing software. Mm-hmm. So you can do plenty of edits on that. The interesting thing is that the actual basics of editing and making things sound good are increasingly being taken over by robots. Okay, AI is really taking over a lot of this stuff. But what AI will never take over is the creativity of editing. It's I have an hour long interview. It's all good. But how do I get it down to half an hour? What's what are the best bits? Or I have three interviews. How do I arrange them in such a way that they they tell a story? Where will the music come in and all and what sound effects will I use to enhance that experience for the listener? That stuff is that's what fascinates me. And so for me, editing is actually more about creativity than technology. Do you know, and there's plenty of people out there who edit your stuff for you and it wouldn't cost too much because there's a lot of competition, but nobody will be able to edit like you in terms of the creativity and you knowing as a podcaster what you want this thing to sound like. Yeah, it's, it's actually interesting editing audio because sometimes you, you can record somebody saying something and you know what it is they meant to say, but it comes out awkwardly and you can fix it on their behalf. I mean, as yes. long as they're not cheating, you know, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But. I'll tell you about a great program called The Script, which is it's kind of scary, actually. And so you let's say you take our interview today and you upload it to Descript. It will give you back a, trans, a transcript, first of all, mm. and you can sort of I don't like that paragraph. I'm going to cut it out in the transcript. It cuts the audio at the same time. So you oh, actually don't wow. know. You don't have to know how to edit audio now. Yeah. But if you get a word wrong or if you forget to say something or if you want to change something, you can add in the sentence in the script and it will replicate my voice or your voice to say those words that you put in, even though we never said them. Oh, sweet Jesus. It's very That's scary. terrifying. There are security things in place that you can only do it with your own voice if you are the, the, the holder of the account. Mm. But this is how quickly things are moving in terms of technology. 
how long should a podcast be? Somebody wants to know. How often should I publish it? Daily, weekly? And how can I get advertising? Do I need the listenership first? There's a lot in there, some of which you've covered already. Yeah, well, the, it's a great question. How long should it be? Um, and I think it's important. Everything to do with podcasting and radio and anything really is about where are my listeners and what are they doing when they're listening? Mm. Um, most people are listening to podcasts when they're commuting, walking the dog at the gym, uh, cooking dinner, washing up. So how long do those tasks take? 40 minutes is a good 30 to 40 yeah, minutes yeah. covers it off. OK, that's why a lot of podcasts are that length, because I'm probably more likely to press play on something that when I go to the gym, I want to press play on something that I'm going to finish before I leave. So mm. I'm not necessarily going to get stuck in. So generally, 30 to 40 minutes is a good ballpark. Mario's podcast is an hour long and we have brilliant listen through rates. As long as the stuff is good, people will stay with you. Um, but rule of thumb is, you know, is something that stays within the task. But be a ruthless editor. Do not let anything in your podcast that should not be in there or is not fantastic. Okay, yeah, get it as yeah. short as you can. It's as long as it has to be. There you really go. is is I know that sounds like a vague answer. No. Uh, I had a podcast series a couple of years ago and I paid a platform to host it, but then when I stopped the podcast, they were asking me to continue the payments to archive the episodes, otherwise they would be lost. Is there a way around having to make these payments? Well, I suppose that also leads into the question because you've made your podcast yeah. now. How do you get it out there? Yeah, absolutely. So they may be refer your your texture may be referring to something called a, a a media host, which is basically your publishing software. Yeah. So when you make the podcast, um, you the easiest way you could go straight to Apple, straight to Spotify, and all those other platforms, and, and upload them directly. But it, it's a waste of time. Um, there's pla- there's websites out there where you will just upload your audio, your title, your show notes, any kind of other little bits you want to put in there. Press a button to publish, and it's it's everywhere. Hmm. OK, so they range from free all the way up to, you know, 100 quid a month, depending on the bells and whistles that you want. Anchor by Spotify is a free version. Um, Buzzsprout is a paid one, but it's it's one of the most popular in the world. Um, the archiving bit, I'm not sure what they might be referring to, but the, I suppose that the point is, would they not already have all the episodes on anyway, their yeah, desktop? Anyway, so, yeah, I, I, do, I didn't understand that part of it, but I suppose it was, it was it, it, when you want to put your podcast on a platform, are you really looking at having to pay some sort of a fee to do it? No, the, the Spotify, Spotify bought a company called Anchor um, about three years ago mm. and they kind of brought it into their own technology and recently they just made it, I think it's called Spotify for Podcasters and you can publish your podcast for free, per, totally for free. Right, okay. Um, so all that stuff is very affordable, not, if affordable to, to free. Yes. Okay. So, but it's up there. Yeah. How do you know people know it's there? Are you depending on word of mouth? To a certain yeah, extent? great question. They actually say you're supposed to spend as much time marketing mm. the thing as making the thing, which yeah. is like horrifying because by the time you get to the end of making a really good podcast, you're exhausted yeah. and your time is up, which is why some of those kind of AI powered platforms are becoming really useful because they, they help you market it in, in, a, in a sort of an easy way. Um, but the, the, the software that you're publishing through will also tell you how many people are listening. They'll mm-hmm. tell you where they are. Um, and also, if you go into the back end of your Apple and Spotify accounts, you'll get better metrics. But um, there's a ton of different ways to market. Um, and I know we don't have time to go through all of them. But, you know, actually telling people to listen, telling your friends to listen and tell their friends is a, a really good start. OK, yeah, yeah. everyone's got a group of friends um, or some belong to some sort of community or WhatsApp groups. Start there. If you're a company, 
um, start by using your own social channels to sort of tell people about it, you know, start telling your customers, your clients, your staff. Um, and ultimately, you know, people will, if they hear something good, they'll tell someone else. That's one of the best ways of spreading your podcast. Just mm-hmm. make something good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then people yeah. will share it because they look like the hero when they share something good. Yeah. Um, but other little other things, consider videoing it. If you're in a situation where it's just straight up interviews, video it and release little 30 second snippets where someone is saying something amazing or tearful or whatever. Um, you can create audiograms where you take a sound bite, like we'll hear for your show during an ad break, yeah. except we turned it into a little video, a moving video. Um, headliner, Canva, make these little things. And they're great for, for promoting on social as well. Yeah. Um, Patrick, we have to leave it there. Thanks a million for coming in to talk to us today. That was Patrick Hawhey there, MD of Audio Brand and founder of the Today FM School of Radio and Podcasting. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.